The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gally Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast. Eric, my name is Tyler Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Wednesday night, uh, halfway through the week here. Uh, no, slow Monday, slow Tuesday, but it's already Wednesday. It's going to be Thursday tomorrow. Getting over the Super Bowl, the more I see about just the field conditions being complete shit, taking away the D line and, and the penalties and bullshit. It's tough, but uh, we've got baseball season coming up. We've got the Phillies to be excited about. And, of course, the Flyers are still uh, doing stuff out there on the ice, too, in Philadelphia. Beautiful weather today, up in the 60s. So hopefully we can, we can keep that going and use that uh, heat here on the podcast for our picks. I'm just laying low lately. Uh, pretty low-key day here. Transitioning into golf after the end of the football season. Got some love for my guy, Sammy Burns, Victor Hovland. And a bit of JT stuff as well. And the uh, Genesis Invitational, looking forward to that one. Uh, We'll occupy a good portion of my Sunday. Uh, Hopefully those guys are uh, alive down the stretch instead of just fucking uh, Rom or Shuffler dominating as usual. (laughs) Do you think Tiger makes the cut? Hell no. There's so many many different boosts out there. Like, oh, Tiger to make the cut, Tiger to have an eagle in the first or second round. It's like, they're all going to fucking lose. Fuck that. I'm going to be betting him to make the cut. Why not? I'll, I'm even going to sprinkle him to win a little bit. I'll throw 10 bucks on that. Why the fuck not? Come on. Come on, yo. It's Tiger fucking Woods. Obviously, he's not going to fucking win. I don't think he's ever won at Rivera, actually. But still, um, how do you not bet the man, bro? For myself, though, I'm doing good. Just chilling, man. You know, I, I feel like a fucking asshole. Uh, straight up, we had, uh, I told everybody in the Discord to to take the Leafs under and to maybe bet Chicago because we played down <laughs> your opponents. What is that, 5-2 right now after the second Toronto? So I was wrong. I'm dumb. You know, Chicago sucks. Uh, if, if there's anything we need to know, I, we already knew that. that Chicago's absolutely fucking horrible. But other than that, I'm doing good, man. You know, it's just just normal old day, bro. Um, all right, we'll keep on rolling here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of shit going on, dude. We got March Madness right around the corner. I'm, I might get into it this year, yo. I'm not a big basketball fan, not a big NBA guy, but I feel like March Madness is a lot of fun. I've been missing mm-hmm. out, so maybe I'll try it out a little bit. Uh, what else is going on? We got fucking hockey's ripping, golf's ripping, that new Netflix golf drop or doc just dropped, so we're going to end up watching that sometime soon. Uh, NASCAR is doing his thing. Formula One's right around the corner. Baseball is going to be coming up soon. I guess pitchers and catchers are reporting, as per Ryan Gilbert of the SGPN. Uh, so tons of shit still going on in the sports world. Uh, you can find all the information on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Good to see everybody in the Discord popping off. Obviously having a good time. Lots of new faces. I don't even fucking know anybody in there anymore. But still lots of new fucking faces, which is cool. And all the OGs are still awesome as well. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, baby. As simple as that. 
Yeah, and not shout out to everyone that has not left a review. We haven't gotten a review now in over a month. We we see our listenership grow, going up, but uh, the reviews just just keep going down. So leave us a five star rating and review if you like the show here, or if you don't like it too, leave us a fucking review. Let us know what you think. Let us know, uh, yeah, who's your favorite? What's your favorite take? Uh, whatever. Just give me something to read at the end of the show rather than begging for begging for reviews every time. Uh, Hockey Game Podcast turn on auto downloads as well. Uh, yeah, so. And follow on Twitter at hockey sgpn. Let's get that Twitter bumping, bro. Like I feel like we like we got good engagement and shit. Then you look at Twitter and it's like, yo, we only got like, a couple hundred followers. So let's pump those fucking numbers up, baby. If you don't have a Twitter, make a goddamn Twitter and give us a follow. You don't ever got to use it, but that follow still counts for us. So we'll we'll take a little shitty pity follow. All right. Okay, we're gonna jump into the lock dogs and totals from last show here. Ah. Uh... A little bit better than last week, but not too much. Ryan carried the fucking show. Uh, Ryan was 2-1 and one on the week. He was up 1.62 units. Myself, I was 1-2. and two. I'm down 0.62 units. And I think we called this a little bit, but oh, Mr. Meyer. It must be cold out in Vancouver because the heater looks like it's a little bit over, baby. Jolie went 0-3, down 4 <laughs> units. Tough losses, though. Uh, Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. Yeah, my uh, lock, I initially had the Hurricanes, who won anyway, but I changed it to the Panthers-Blues over 6.5 at minus 120. I think that ended up being a 5-2 final, so it just got there, especially after a, uh, I think it was a slow first and, and second period to start it. But the, no, the Blues won 6-2 there. Uh, my dog was the Devil's Puck line at Columbus. They ended up winning in regulation with two seconds left, but uh, could not get the puck line there. But my uh, total, Jets under 6 against the Kraken. Jets under just just keep coming through for me. Jets won a three two in a shootout there. So yeah, two and one plus one point six two. Uh, happy to be back in the green. For myself, uh, yeah, I had the Islanders at minus one seventy for the show. I personally had them at minus one fifty. They closed at around minus two ten, and uh, it required a shootout. In order to lose this one, um, I didn't have any faith in in the shootout. The way that the the game was going, uh, just the the bad luck against the Islanders there, as usual. And uh, who the fuck would have known this fucking the Mandalorian, Mandalizi, whatever the fuck his name is, was a net for the Senators. Ah, <laughs> uh, he stopped like fifty fucking saves, man. Uh, that's just what that's just what happens when you get this uh, this newcomer to the league and, and he just uh, plays the game of his life because he knows his whole career depends on it and that's exactly Hockey what happens here. Hockey gods, come on. Yeah, so that that did not work out in my favor. And of course, another thing that did not work out in my favor is uh, my guy Jimmy Stutzel, my guy because he's fucking German and I love the guy to death. But somehow <laughs> I got this uh, reputation for not liking him just because uh, I said the Cole Perfetti might he might have a better career when everything is said and done. Then then Stutzler. No, no, you insulted uh, Cole Perfetti's whole family and said he could never live up to Tim Stutzel is what you said. Uh, you probably sure. said he's probably going to be worse than fucking Cal Clutterbug. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Stutzler had a hell of a goal there for the Sens, too, so that did not help. And then, uh, you know, I, like I've been saying, I've been sick the past uh, five or six days, so I did not see the Sharks-Penguins game. But looking at the stats, I had the Sharks' dog and the Sharks-Penguins over six and a half. Looking at the stats... Penguins were the side. I was wrong on the dog, but uh, there were supposed to be nine expected goals in this game, and there were only four. So I, I'm not going to take the blow for the total, but uh, the Penguins were the better side. I think the town was on the Penguins in this one, but uh, the Sharks were the wrong side there. But I uh, should have seen some more goals here and, and got me at least one of these fucking bets. 
You know what? Apparently, I was on both, so I can't even take that. Um, <laughs> That's but you right. know what? That's right. You uh, fucking yeah. were. We we need this. Uh, <laughs> we need a new uh, a new uh, somebody to keep us responsible and, and a make new sure moderator, that, uh, I suppose. Um, yeah, I will say. New... I will say though, like Casey DeSmith made thirty nine saves or thirty eight saves that game, so he kind of shouted up both our hoops because we've been chirping this guy all year long. But you know what? I should have noticed. Casey DeSmith has a picture of Dwight Shoot on the back of his neck or on his helmet. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Aaron, yeah. Aaron fucking Dell used to have a Slipknot logo on the back of his helmet. So, fuck <laughs> We should have known he was going to get fucking lit up, all right? <laughs> so, that's not even your fault. Once you saw Aaron Dell was playing, you know, we all should have switched to picks to Pittsburgh. Uh, what are we, 12 years old? Fuck Slipknot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. I still listen to Slipknot every now and then. I'm a fucking loser. But. Okay. Uh, Who listens my... to Slipknot in uh, 2023? Yo, Iowa was a sick album. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, all right? Yeah, it, it was fine in, like, 1999, but uh, <laughs> not in that century anymore. I know, I know. We're not even in the century after that anymore. This sucks. We're old. All right, for my lock, <laughs> thank God I had this as my lock because I didn't have any other fucking luck that night. I had the Montreal Canadiens against the Chicago Blackhawks minus 145. That was a 4 nothing win for Montreal. Uh, we talked about it before. Chicago sucks, and uh, Montreal sucks, but not as bad as Chicago, I guess. Uh, my dog at Tampa Bay in regulation versus Colorado. That was a Tampa Bay overtime win. I think it was in a shootout. Uh, so that kind of sucks. I was really hoping that was going to come through for me, but it didn't at plus 150. And then my total, I still like this total. I know I I was wrong. I Boston Dallas over five and a half minus 120 it was a 3-2 game. I just needed one more. It went to overtime, though. So I guess it's technically a 2-2 game. But I still think that that should have been an over. But, I mean, if, if everything just went the way I thought, then we'd all be fucking millionaires. So. Way she fucking goes, boys. Way she goes. Uh, but you know what? Tough night on the boys. Ryan had a great show. Uh, but we're gonna bounce back. All three of us. We're, you, I don't think we've ever gone like nine and zero. But this week, fucking feeling good about nine and zero. Goddamn baby. All right, ad boy. What's up? Yeah, come on, yeah. ad boy. Yeah, WinBet. You know the name. WinBet is the official <laughs> online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. WinBet, ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to a sports gambling podcast slash... SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you that SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T must uh, offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available if you or somebody you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 or Ryan's personal number <laughs> what is that personal number ryan just so we can have it all out here i could probably say it fast enough where no one could understand it i will give you credit you're good at that like you fucking rip at talking fast and doing that that's are hard i like joel spin on that one though just just a just straight monotone i, I love that i love that <laughs> it is i went on one three man i'm not in a good mood so i'll just uh, <laughs> read it off like you didn't a like you didn't, you didn't like talon's pep talk there we're going nine no this show you didn't hear I know. Uh, every time he's, he's super confident like that, I feel like we're going to go 0 and 9. <laughs> Dude, now, now if we went 0 and 9, I'd be, I don't know. How do we all read ads simultaneously at the same time? <laughs> Just like do like one of those when you're singing and you all start at a different time. 
It's not called. We're, we're just gonna harmonize Sing- like uh, Alice in Chains, bro. Read them in rounds. That's what. That's what it is. <laughs> if we're gonna be uh, what a acapella groups? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> All right, yeah. enough of that fucking bullshit. We're going to go fucking go 9-0. and We're going to go 9-0 and in this goddamn eight-game fucking slate we got going on here. The date, Thursday, February 16th, baby. Like I said, we got eight games. Gentlemen, we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. Did somebody burp? What was that? that wasn't me. <laughs> I should have worked it into the oh, yeah. It would have been so much you better. You should have. <laughs> fucking burpy Kool-Aid. All right, first game of the dock at 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Holy shit, Montreal is going to get absolutely shit pumped. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 330. Carolina on the money line. Big favorites sitting at minus 410. Uh, Carolina on the puck line sitting at minus 150. The over-unders at 6. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, how Value on Carolina. I do take the puck line, I guess. Minus 150 isn't even that enticing. Uh, what did we say? What is that dumb thing I said? A double puck line? Do you take a double puck line, maybe? A plus two and a half? Uh, Carolina team total might be a decent bet, whatever that's sitting at. And uh, I definitely don't hate the over in this game at six, minus 120. Hopefully they get pop five or six on their own. Yeah, a game like this is when is one you usually look to try to find a reason to sprinkle a dog, like in tonight's game when the fucking Leafs were minus 600, just sprinkled the Blackhawks because that's an insane line. But I trust the Hurricanes here at, at minus 410. Uh, their past two games against Montreal, they were both 4 nothing shutout wins. They were favored by minus 379 last March and uh, minus 426 last December. So I think the the Hurricanes, they're a team that knows how to take care of business and they have low-scoring games. So I'm going with the under here. Going under 5.5, though, to get some better odds, uh, plus odds there. But under 6, plus 100 if you want that insurance of a 4-2 game. Or just, you know, Hurricanes puck line, minus 150, I I think is fine. I think I see the Hurricanes scoring 3 or 4 and them holding the uh, Canadians to probably that one goal. I'm with you on that under six plus 100. That's the way I would play this game. My line is only minus 335 for the Hurricanes, and at minus 410, that's just uh, way too steep. If the the line keeps going up, maybe take a shot at the Canadiens, given the fact that the Hurricanes goaltending has been a problem for them ever since uh, Kachetkov's uh, shutout bring streak back up. Bring ended. Back up. Yeah, just bring them back up. Uh, might as well <laughs> give us a chance for that Calder uh, winner. Um but, yeah, I, I do like a low-scoring game here. Maybe a 4-1 Hurricanes win. Uh, I, I, ever since the cold coffee went down, the, the Canes have struggled to score somewhat other than against, the you know, shitty teams like the the Blackhawks. And they had that, that uh, heroic comeback against the Islanders. But, yeah, the Canadians are playing good hockey right now. So I, I could see a bit of value there if this line continues to drift. Like, if you get, like, a Canadians plus 360, plus 370, I, I don't mind that. But... At these numbers, I'm going to go with the under six at plus 100. All right, moving on to 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the uh, Chernobyl Blue Jackets here. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line sitting at minus 190. <laughs> Columbus on the money line hanging out at plus 160. Jets on the puck line sitting at plus 130. The over-under sitting at six, over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. I love the Jackets in this game, yo. Uh, Columbus is Columbus, man. They fucking stink. And the Jackets are, yeah, their first team in the Central, for Christ's sakes. This is an excellent team, excellent goaltending, excellent forwards, excellent defense. They've all been playing well. And excellent coaching, too. Shout out Rick Bonus here. Uh, Winnipeg on the road? 
they haven't been as good as their home record, but still 14-11-1. But more so, you're just fading the Jackets here, which is why I love Winnipeg in regulation, sitting at minus 135. I think there's definitely some value there. Uh, besides, Columbus Blue Jackets and their fans and their entire team is currently breathing in toxic waste. And every one of them is going to play like it, and they're going to be shit. Give me the Jets against the Chernobyl Blue Jackets. First of all, I want to say, listeners, you are not crazy. Talon did initially say that he likes the Jackets, but he clearly meant the Jets. Did based I? To, based to, well, yeah, you did. Based there he is, playing both sides again. It's like the Sharks and Penguins. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. I'm not even trying to do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm there with you, though, on the Jets. I think minus 190 is it's a bit, it's a bit steep for, for any team, but the Jets are, are a solid team that now won three straight. But m- my better play here is, you know, it's a Jets game. You know I'm taking the under. They've only gone over in 14 of their uh, 54 games so far this season uh, hit on their under on Tuesday night. Didn't even realize uh, Hallibuck was out that game with the illness. Hopefully he's back for Thursday. Either way, they're like the under six at plus 100 and I would lean to Winnipeg. Maybe look at regulation to get that, get that juice down, but I, I don't mind that minus 190. Big save. Dave looked pretty damn good uh, in that game anyway, and especially in the <laughs> shootout there. Uh, but yeah, totally agree with Talon here. The Chernobyl Blue Jackets, love what he did there. The, uh, the, it's like the the Americans are like the this the the USSR. You know, the empire is falling apart. They got the <laughs> all these kinds of nuclear materials spilling out of their guts, and uh, the, the, the empire will will die shortly. I'm sh- I'm sure of it. And uh, maybe maybe Canada or China will will take over the remains. <laughs> but uh, for this game, in the meanwhile. Uh, we we absolutely love the Jets here. Minus 190. My number is all the way up at minus 257 for the Jets. They should dominate this one. Uh, they're playing some great hockey lately. Excellent defensive stuff. Uh, good goaltending, whether it's Hellebuck or Riddick. And uh, the Blue Jackets up to their... They haven't played since the Toronto game. Or, yeah, they, they've lost to the, the Devils and... <laughs> Right at the death. Uh, that's one way to win a regulation bet. Like one second left, the devil scored to to win that one. That was Crazy. that was a nice one. Yeah, Tuesday night. Um, and yeah, the, the Blue Jackets are having trouble scoring. Uh, um, and of course, uh, they 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 never succeeded in preventing goals. So I love the Jets here. Minus one ninety. That's a great bet. But I also don't mind uh, Ryan's under six of plus one hundred. I think the Jets can do enough to. Keep the Blue Jackets offense down and uh, just score a few goals to get their way and maybe maybe make this a 4-1 win for themselves. Uh, Yeah, it's hard to see uh, over six goals unless... Well, in any case, if it's Ellis Merzlikens in that, then anything's possible in terms of uh, a lot of goals being scored. The, the Jets could go score. either way, bro. Yeah, yeah, the Jets could score eight themselves. So watch out for Merzlikens. He could mean a big deal. To this total, but either way, I love the Jets uh, to win this money line or regulation. Joel, if you could pick one state to be a part of Canada, what would it be? Well, selfishly, it'd be one. Well, I have to think about it politically and geopolitically. And okay, I'll go. I'll just go. I want, the question, I want Georgia. Well, I want Georgia. I want Georgia. Okay. I well, want my fucking Augusta National to be a part of Canada. <laughs> All right. Well, my favorite state is Louisiana, so uh, I will take Louisiana, even though it's totally separate. We'll just go to fucking like the uh, the, the French, French, uh, the old empire. We'll go to Quebec well, and Louisiana. Those assholes got Alaska, and that's fucking way up north. So exactly, we yeah, should get so, one of theirs. Well, yeah, give Alaska to Russia then, and we'll yeah. we'll take 
Washington and Louisiana. We'll give Russia Quebec. It'll be a three-way trade. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll give Russia cast considerations. Yeah. <laughs> just don't. All right. No, we're gonna move on before we get into trouble here. All right. Let's move down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Florida Panthers against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Florida on the money line sitting at minus 120. Washington on the money line hanging out at plus 100. The over under is a six and a half. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Oh, Noah Vetchkin, I guess, speaking to fucking Russians uh, for Washington. I don't know, man. Like, uh, Florida's played well coming out of the All-Star break, and obviously they're kind of pushing to secure the spot in the playoffs here. Oh, Fatou. Oh, dude, Florida's been sick in division games, though. But it's not even a division game. What am I saying? What the fuck? <laughs> fuck it, then. Give me the caps. Give me the caps at home, 14-10-3. Uh, this team is probably more of a playoff push than Florida is because they're trying to hold on to a spot, and everybody's saying they can't do it. When they say you can't do it, guess what? You're going to do it. We got Kemper against Bobrovsky. Two frauds, in my opinion, here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why, but I, I'm going with Washington. Give me the fucking caps, baby. Let's go. Where's my boy Backstrom? Is TJ Oshie playing? If he's playing, hopefully he'll fucking light the lamp here. Uh, the guy lights up Russians. That's why he's TJ Soshi, right? So give me fucking the Capitals <laughs> here. And uh, I don't know. That's good enough for me. Over, under. Ah, I kind of see the sneaky under game, even though I just trip both goalies. Yeah, I think my my only possible play in this game would would be the over because of those two uh, those two poor goalies that that Talon mentioned and then t- took the under on anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd lean to uh, the Capitals as home dogs here, just slightly plus one hundred, maybe plus one hundred five or plus one ten. Uh, Florida is one and two since uh, they're more than that since the break, but the last two games they they've lost twice. Uh, St. Louis six two. Colorado 5-3, barely beat Minnesota in a shootout, 2-1. Capitals, though, haven't been much better. Lost to the Hurricanes, lost to the Sharks, but did beat, did beat the Bruins there. Noah Ovechkin, tough for them. I, I lean to the cap slightly, but my only potential bet might be the over. TJ Soshi, I never heard that one before. I have a TJ Soshi t-shirt, actually. Yeah, bro, well, that was a thing. I am, did he uh, score three uh, Shido goals in Sochi? At least, yeah. There you go. I am totally ignorant of that stuff. Uh, anyway, for this game, um, my line is the Panthers minus 115, but uh, I think it should be a little bit higher given the way that they play lately. And the Capitals, of course, missing Ovechkin. Uh, it's it's hard to see the Capitals scoring um, a lot of goals here, especially without uh, John Carlson. We've, we've talked about a lot, uh, how important he is for the team. Uh, Dmitry Orlov. Oh, this this Eric Gustafsson guy is is uh, really stepping up for them. And then the the defense, uh, he's played some damn good hockey for them. But uh, I still like the Panthers here, minus one twenty. I think that they are the, the the more desperate team, given the fact that they don't have a, a first round pick next year. <laughs> it goes to the Canadians, and they don't have much prospects going forward either. And they they don't they have like three first round. They don't have first round picks for like the next three years, so they're all in. And if they don't make the playoffs, they'll be a big fucking laughing stock of the league. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers here. I think that they are the better team. Of course, this is a rematch of the playoff series last year where the Capitals kind of uh, bullied them, dominated them, and uh, the Panthers still managed way to uh, find a way to to win the the series given their superior skill. So, yeah, give me the Panthers here, minus 120. Uh, that's fine with me. And uh, for the total, though, yeah, the Panthers game, you want to lean over. Um, I do lean over, absolutely. 
I don't think that Kemper is a fraud, like uh, Talon says. But if it's Bobrovsky net, he makes up for it anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can see some goals in this one. Give me a 4-3 Panthers win. All right, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Nashville. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at minus 180. Nashville on the money line hanging out at plus 155. Uh, Over-unders at 5.5. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Rye Guy, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, you know, I, w- I was shit-talking the Bruins last show as much as you can possibly shit-talk one of the best teams. The best team in the league that's 48-5, and five, but... uh. They look good there in Dallas, won it in overtime. Uh, late in the game, had plenty of chances. I was watching that one in the third period for the uh, my under five and a half, and also had the Bruins live there. So, And just Nashville is just, just not a good hockey team. They lost uh, since the break 5-1 at home to, Nash- to uh, Vegas. They barely beat the Flyers 2-1 in overtime, and then they lost 4-2 at home to the Coyotes. So the Bruins here, I got them earlier at minus 165, all the way up to minus 180 here. I would still take them there, probably even take them up to minus 200, if not more. They're fine on the road. Nashville is 25-20-6 and overall, so under 500, just straight-up win-loss. Also look at uh, Boston regulation, minus 115, if you like that. Uh, Jake DeBrusque is likely coming back, and Philip Forsberg is questionable for them. Uh, and a, a, a stat here from Covers.com, uh, the Bruins are 41-10 and 10 in their last 51 games against a team with a losing record. So they take care of business, and I would lean to the under. Uh, five and a half is tough. I wish it was six, as Talon always says. Under five and a half, plus 100 here with uh, all mark against Soros. Two, two pretty good goalies. Sure, my my Bruins line here is minus 176, so it's pretty much bang on there. Still lean towards the Bruins, though. They are third best team since the start of the new year in terms of expected goals against. Meanwhile, the the Preds are their fifth worst in that category. They're kind of getting bailed out by Soros, but uh, he hasn't been playing too well either. So uh, yeah, give me the Bruins here. They 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 just get things done, uh, night in, night out, and um, yeah, I expect that to continue the rest of the season for the total uh, touch. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, but with Omar and Saros in that, you have to lean to the under 5.5 for plus 100. Um, just uh, given the way that they've been playing this year, especially uh, over the past couple months, uh, two of the best uh, expected goal save percentage guys in the league and uh, two great defensive teams. Well, maybe not the Predators. I just said they're fifth worst in the past couple months in <laughs> terms of their expected goals against. But anyway, given the Bruins here, minus 180, uh, I think that's still a good number to play and uh, lean to the under five and a half plus 100. Uh, I'm almost exactly right there with you, with everything as you said. You obviously got to go with Boston in this game, minus 180. This team is the best team in the absolute world. 18-6-2 uh, and two on the road. Nashville's been okay at home, too. Like, 14-9-3, don't get me wrong. But like you said, a lot of that was kind of on UC Saros, and maybe UC Saros hasn't been playing that great lately, dude. So, um, over, under... I'm going to lean towards the over, man. I know I just got burnt on a Bruins 5.5 last show. But I'm going fucking back to the well, baby. What happens when you fall off the horse, you get off the or you get you get back on the horse. You fall off the horse, you get off the horse. Fuck it, that's it. I'm getting off the horse and getting back on to the five and a half here on the over. Give me that minus 120. Uh, I just want to see goals. Soros hasn't been playing that well, and I want nothing more than watch Boston fucking implode and shit all over themselves and get fucking lit up. But I still want the Bruins to win. So give me the over. Give me minus 180. Um... 
fuck, Nashville can't score. I just looked at that. They're only averaging 2.75 goals a game. That sucks. Uh, but they're giving up a fair amount of goals, so maybe they'll come through for me. Uh, but Boston has to be the play here, whether you like them in regulation. Even money line minus 180 is still okay in my eyes. Um, but uh, maybe even a Boston team total. Who the fuck knows? Okay, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 150. New St. Louis on the money line at plus 130. Over-under is 6.5. Over sitting at plus 100. The under, minus 120. Mr. Meyer, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, anyway, uh, frequent listeners here already know where I'm going with this one. We're going with the Devils, minus 150. My line is minus 170, so this is a clear play. Or the Devils against the Blues, who are uh, not a good team, uh, despite their... Uh, they just beat the, the shit out of the Panthers, but uh, that was belied by the terrible performances by first Petro Knight and then Bobrovsky, who came in relief, I think. Uh, just there's some bad goaltending by the Panthers there, which is why the, the Blues ended up comfortable 6-2 winners. Meanwhile, the Devils are kind of... Um, um, the past couple months here are... Uh, the opposite of what they were last year, where their their goaltending's really stepped up for their their lack of uh, good overall play. They are number three in the league in terms of save percentage. Vitek Vanacek has been awesome for them. So if he plays this, I love it. Big goaltending advantage for the Devils here against the Blues, who are number two in the league in terms of shooting percentage. And if you look at their talent, it shouldn't be the number two shooting percentage in the league, especially without Tarasenko in the lineup. So. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Devils here. Minus 150. Uh, yeah, just a better overall team, even without Jack Hughes. Um, for the over-under, uh, I want to take the under 6.5 for the similar reasons. I don't expect the Blues scoring to continue like that. And uh, the Devils goaltending has been solid so far, so I'm not going to doubt that. So I-, I think that we could see, uh, yet again, another 4-1 uh, Devils win here. Yeah, don't have don't have much to add there. I love the Devils here at uh, minus one fifty. I bet them earlier minus one forty one. They are twenty and three and three on the road. Uh, St. Louis is only twelve, twelve and two at home. So you can't even take that at home angle to, to argue for the for the plus one thirty. Love the Devils here. Maybe even take them regulation. Or I, I don't know. I could see this game going to overtime. Um, what's that? Seven of the last. Devils ten games have gone to overtime. St. Louis went to overtime against Arizona, so maybe don't should have been eight. Should have been eight. Should have been, yeah. But they won in the final true. two seconds there, so maybe do take the uh, the overtime bet at plus three hundred or better, or or take just the Blues on the puck line plus one and a half. But I think the Devils here get it done minus one fifty. I would lean to the under for a total just because that's how the Devils have been trending. But I'm not going to be betting that. Just just the Devils at minus one fifty. I think we're about to see a serious regression from St. Louis here. They're fucking, well, I think they're like 17 points out of last place here. And I think they've, uh, they're committing to the let's tank and get a decent draft pick for this round. Lots of studs, even if you're not getting a uh, Bedard. So I think that St. Louis is going to get the tits lit here by New Jersey. Uh, like you said, New Jersey, what do you say? 23 and three on the road this year. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness gracious. I know I still don't like them. And I know that they're going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> All of you out, I'll, I'll bet anybody that wants to bet that you just message me. I'll give you that bet. Um, but uh, I'd like yeah, to, I'd like to see Tua's Dolphins go twenty three and three on the road. Yeah. Oh baby, <laughs> I'd like to see Tua's Dolphins not get concussed for a game. But uh, anyways, I'm on New Jersey in this fucking game. You're minus one fifty. How can he not be? Uh, hey. Honestly, what? Sorry Did to you... interrupt, but uh, Jack Hughes. I just saw his contract today. Eight million dollars. 
till 2030. That is going to be the best me? contract in the league oh in my two or three goodness. years. Yeah. That's like nuts. Fucking, that's like Nathan McKinnon, McKinnon level. Exactly. Yeah. Marshawn. 100%, dude. 100%. That's actually a steal. That kid's a fuck, stud. Fuck the Devils. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll say them playoffs. We're going to take them here because they're going to win, and this is pretty much free money here. St. Louis is bailing it in. They're shit. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's a sick deal. But New Jersey the money that minus 150. I don't hate that regulation play. I don't think this is going to overtime, bro. I'm sorry. Like I know that a lot of the Devils games have gone to it, but, like, this team is fucking, like, better than St. Louis, and St. Louis is going to be in the trash. Uh, over, under, I don't really have a play I love. I don't know, man. Maybe. What do you got? Did you guys say anything for the over, under? What did you like? I didn't. I, I think I didn't, we both. We both under. passed. The... You're on the. You passed? Okay. I'm I, the... I haven't bet it, but I lean under. I lean under as well, yeah. I'm going I'm, with my boys here. I'm going with under as well. Um, honestly, I like the Blues to begin this year, but the, it, it's fucking Melodine's in season. Tarasenko's gone. O'Reilly's going to be gone. A bunch of other guys are going to be fucking out of here too. Fuck the Blues, baby. Let's go. Fucking Fuck we blues. did not went Blues. All right. Going to 9 p.m. here. Moving down there. We got the Detroit Red Wings against Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, fuck the flames so bad. Detroit in the money line sitting at plus 200. Calgary in the money line hanging out at minus 240. Calgary in the puck line sitting at plus 115. Over-unders at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Detroit will be on the second night of a back-to-back. We are recording this on February 15th. They're about to play the Oilers. Uh, so that's going to be a little tricky here for Detroit, but I cannot bet the Flames. After what those fucking cunts did to me last game, losing to fucking Ottawa, giving up two goals with a minute and a half left or whatever it was to not only ruin my under, but then losing in overtime to not give me my goddamn Calgary money line. I can't bet Calgary. Fuck Daryl Sutter. Jacob Markstrom, I tried to have your back, bro. I gave you the nod. And you know what you did? You shoved it up my ass. So fuck Jacob Markstrom. Fuck Daryl Sutter. I love Nazem Kadri. He'll always be my boy. Fuck Jonathan Huberto. Uh, uh, fuck him. Fuck him. Give me the Red Wings money line. Plus yeah, 200 Lucic. here. Give me the fucking... Yeah, Lucci. Fuck that fucking asshole, too. He dominated my lease for fucking a decade. So fuck him. Anybody <laughs> else, just fucking lick my taint. Give me the fucking Red Wings. Stevie I and I are going to be fucking popping bottles here. Getting it fucking done. Uh, for or soon to be Lee fucking Tyler Bertuzzi's gonna be fucking ripping and licking it. Dylan Larkin's gonna be popping in fucking Genos. That fucking fraud Billy Huso's gonna be doing his goddamn thing. Detroit Red Wings is gonna prove that we're the better red team, baby. You might be the Flames, but we got red in our name. Give me the goddamn Red Wings plus two hundred. Give me the over six and a half in this game. I feel like we're gonna see a lot of goals. Yeah, I don't know if I I can quite take the uh, the Flames here at minus two forty. That they've they've blown blown two of their past three games. Like you said, against Ottawa, had them in regulation. They they completely blew that. Uh, a few games ago, they lost two one to Detroit, despite outshooting them by more than double. So I think if I if I bet this game, it will be the uh, Red Wings there at plus two hundred. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they have a better chance than them plus two hundred. Uh, as of now, I have no bet on this game. I I would look. At uh, Detroit for the value, hope, hoping that the money goes on the Flames with Detroit being on a back-to-back and then just bet them before puck drop for for a sprinkle here. I love the under here. Under 6.5 plus 100. I don't understand why this line is so high. Uh, the, the Red Wings are number four in the league since the new year in terms of expected goals against, and they are 32nd in terms of expected goals for they cannot score, and they, they, they're just like a fucking boring-ass team. They, they just play in the neutral zone all the time. Uh, they get some decent goaltending ever since Ndelkovic went down to the minors where he belongs. Uh, Halberg and um, 
Husso have been done, uh, been doing a fine job in his stead. Uh, meanwhile, the Flames have uh, struggled to score all, all season long. They have uh, great underlying metrics, especially defensively. They are number six in terms of expected goals against since the new year. And uh, it's just a matter of if Markstrom or Vladar can can stop a few shots. Uh, that's the only difference here. But at six and a half at plus 100 for the under, I think is obscene. This this line can only go one way, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, I love the under in this spot uh, for the side. My my line is minus 228 for the Flames. So not too much value there at all. Uh, but uh, if I had to play a side, I would take the Flames, given the fact that the Red Wings are on that back-to-back and playing their better goaltender tonight. I believe it's Huso tonight. I uh, could be wrong, but um, in any case, they're, they're, they're both pretty similar goaltenders to this point. Halberg has been all right, and uh, Huso has been all right, too. So uh, give me the give me the Flames in regulation, if possible, but uh, stronger play here is definitely under 6.5, plus 100. Yeah, I'm sorry to go off script here, but I just, found, I just read that Microsoft permanently disables Internet Explorer for all devices. So pour one out to Internet Explorer. <laughs> oh. I know, right? Uh, Rest in first, peace. I know, for real. It's our first hits on Internet Explorer. Get the fuck out of here. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so pour it out. To not AOL? Explorer. Not AOL. I'm not that old, baby. I'm not uh, that old. Right? <laughs> Joel's like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I already poured that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, Latin lovers on TLC? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, moving down to Tempio time slot here. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Uh, Philadelphia, the money line sitting at plus 180. Seattle, the money line hanging out at minus 210. Seattle, puck line at plus 110. Uh, the over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. guy, what do you got here, baby? Do your Flyers have a chance? What do you think? Torch going to get it done? I, I think they do have a chance. I don't know if, if you want to take them at plus 180, but something we don't we really recommend here is the uh, underdog puck line. If you can get the Flyers plus one and a half at around minus 130, minus 140, I would take that. They are 33 and 14 on the on the puck line at plus one and a half, while the Kraken are only nine and 12 as favorites of one and a half goals. So Flyers play it close. Uh, they were on the second half of a back-to-back with Felix Sandstrom starting on um, Sunday. They only lost 4-3 to Seattle. Now with Carter Harden net against whoever Seattle starts, either other group Bauer or Jones, I think the Flyers have the advantage. You have Torts having this team playing way too well. Their, their point total, I'm going to continue to sweat it out. I hope they can go on another losing streak here. But they're one of the best, if not the best, team against the spread so far this year in the NHL. So you have to go with them on the puck line. Then I would also lean to the under six at minus 115. Both these teams do tend to play under games, especially with uh, John Tortorella going on the road with Carter Hart uh, against the Seattle team that should be playing more defensively given their goaltending struggle. So, yeah, the Flyers sprinkle the money line, take them on the puck line and take the under. Yeah, this one is uh, pretty much lined accurately. We, we saw tons of Philly money come into the market early on today, uh, drove them down from... It depends on where you shop, but they, they were plus 240, plus 225, plus 215. Now all the way down to plus 180 at this uh, prominent book where we're counting our lines on. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the Flyers are getting respect. 
after early disrespect. I don't, I don't know what to say here. It, it is, this line is pretty accurate. I think uh, Kraken have not played exceptionally well since the the break. They, uh, you know, they had that excellent run. They they set the record for the first team to win seven road games in a row in the NHL. But uh, since then, they haven't played to the same level. And uh, that that's why this line isn't higher. So, yeah, you have to pass on this one, I guess. If you had to make me play anything, I'm going to take the under six months on 15. Uh, I'm just going to hope that, uh, yeah, Krupa actually has played better than uh, he's he's, uh, gotten credit for, I think, uh, especially this year, you know, last year. Last year was the ultimate male, and he might as well have just been uh, sitting on a beach in uh, Maui. But this year, he's actually come to perform and uh, earn some of his contract at least. But uh, yeah, so give me the give me the under six minus one fifteen. I, I think that this could be a low scoring game with the, the cracking ability to limit chances and the the Flyers just uh, dedication to defending their net and both goalies. Um, maybe not both, but the 1.5 goalie to uh, play a good game and uh, make this game go under six. Is that half a goalie, Carter Hart or Philip Grubauer? What do you think? Yeah, uh, it better be Grubauer. <laughs> yes. I'm not taking Carter Hart slander on this podcast. We we slandered him enough last year, but uh, <laughs> this year he's proven himself. He's worth the uh, worth the money. All right. All right, I'm uh, I'm going to start with my total here. I'm right with, there with you. I like the under six at minus one fifteen in this game. Um, if you look at it, like for both team shots on goals, they're both pretty fucking bad. They're twenty three and twenty third, twenty fourth in league or per average per game. Now, Seattle is first in the league in shooting percentage, and you know what that tells me? If you're fucking twenty third in shots on goal in the league and you're first in shooting percentage, it means that that stack goes straight out the fucking window. It doesn't mean shit. And that you've just gotten lucky putting the biscuit in the fucking basket, okay? And a guy like fucking Carter Hart isn't going to let it happen. So I do like the under in this game at 6 at minus 115. I definitely think there's some value there. Um, but you know what, man? City of Philadelphia has been through a lot lately, okay? They've had some tough troubles. I guess, yeah, I, don't, I don't know, was it their baseball team shit the bed? I guess their MLS soccer team shit the bed. Uh, apparently that matters now. When I try and talk about TFC, oh, apparently it doesn't fucking matter. But Philly loses, and it's a big deal. Um, but uh, and of course the Eagles. So you know what? Give me the fucking Flyers on the money line plus one eighty here. Seattle is sick at home. Actually, they're not sick at home. They're sick on the road. They're only thirteen, ten, and three. I fucking love. And the Flyers are eleven, nine, and seven. Give me the fucking Flyers. John Tortorella is gonna be fucking eating some or eating some fucking octopus. He's gonna be slicing that shit up. He's gonna be fucking cooking it up nice and good. Put it in a pressure cooker. It takes less time, but still comes out great. That's gonna be John fucking Tortorella. He's gonna be fucking eating some goddamn shit. And uh, Seattle here, you know what, man? Maybe they come back to Earth a little bit. What are they? Third in the Pacific? They're still sick. Uh, but Martin Jones fucking is an asshole, all right? So fuck that. Give me the Flyers on the money line and give me the under six at minus 115 here. Shout Nothing will console a bunch of Philly Eagle fans than uh, a win against the Seattle Kraken in the middle <laughs> oh, yeah. of February. Well, the, the better fucking grease the poles for this game because if we win this oh, one, yeah. catch me on Broad Street. <laughs> Yeah, you better actually do it. I'm not even kidding. Go down there and take a picture. I'll, I'll fucking be pumped. Um, all right. Moving down. Last game of the talking here. 10 p.m. time slot. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. 
Uh, San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 180. Vegas on the money line sitting at minus 210. Vegas might get a big bump here because they got a new bald owner. Uh, Vegas on the puck line sitting at plus 115. Overs at six and a half. Overs sitting at minus 115. Under minus 110. Joel, what do you got here, dude? I'm going back to the Sharks, baby. Uh, that game against the Penguins was an outlier. The Sharks are the real deal. They're not getting enough respect from the market. I mean, uh, this line here is not too far from my own. <laughs> I have the Knights at minus 174. Plus 180 is good with me for the Sharks. They are the third best team since the new year in terms of expected goals for percentage. They are still, this always surprises me every time I see this stat, but they are the number four team in terms of uh, penalty kill percentage, which is I got to figure this out someday. I got to look into the numbers. I got to look into who's playing these penalty kill minutes and figure out why they are the number four team in the penalty kill. Like, this isn't just like a recent thing. This is like two years sample size. Uh, but for some reason, they are awesome at the penalty kill. And it's not obviously their, their goaltending because their goaltending has been meh. But uh, they've been playing some good defense, I guess, on that side of the ice. And uh, Eric Carlson's been carrying the load on the other side of the ice. So, yeah, Sharks are a legit team. They're actually better than uh, what I expected them to be this year, uh, even if their their numbers don't um, reflect that. Hopefully they go under 77.5 points, which is my big win total under on them. Um, but for now, yeah, I love, I like this bet. I, the gold Knights have also been very good. So that, that, that makes uh, a little more concern, but, uh, maybe, maybe makes more, uh, reason, uh, in terms of the number. But, uh, that said, the sharks are, uh, better than what they're giving credit for right now. So give me the sharks plus 180. Uh, I also don't mind the, uh, what's, what's the line here under six and a half here. Yeah. Minus 110. I, I don't mind that as well. Uh, whether it's Aaron Dell or James Reimer and Nets, I think we could see a low-scoring affair here. But uh, bigger play here will be the Sharks' money line, plus 180. Yeah, the Sharks have actually been pretty decent over the past uh, 10 games, have the seventh-best expected goals for percentage, right behind the Vegas Golden Knights there. So uh, plus 180 is probably a decent sprinkle here on on the Sharks and looking up their uh penalty killing guys they have uh, Mark Mark Vlasic who I know got a big contract for his defensive skills uh Matthew Benning Mar- oh, Mario Ferraro there <laughs> oh, oh that's a horrible contract uh Logan Couture <laughs> who's been there for a while so in uh Nick Benino and then uh current Avalanche member Matt Nieto as well so hopefully he can help out the uh PK on the Avs but yeah I think the Sharks here plus 180 Definitely worth a sprinkle, even with the Golden Knights seemingly playing well since the break, beating the Ducks 7-2. Ducks aren't good. Beating the Wild 5-1. Wild have been up and down with uh, Gray Bush, Marc-Andre Fleury, and beating the Predators 5-1. So maybe see Vegas, you know, not taking the Sharks too seriously, and the Sharks are playing well with Timo Meyer looking to uh, be traded there. Uh, so, yeah, Sharks plus 180, and total... Lean to the under, I suppose, but but no no bet there. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here, boys. I'm so sorry, but I gotta be on the Knights in this game here. Are you fucking kidding me? This team is on a fucking three game here. They're currently sitting at. 
first in the Pacific. They're playing the fucking San Jose Sharks seventh in the Pacific, willing to sell off the entire goddamn team. Plus, you got a fucking Aiden Hill revenge game for the fucking Vegas Golden Knights. He played one season in San Jose. They're like, nope, get the fuck out of here, replacing you with that nerd James Reimer. So no fucking way. And this kid's actually, Aiden Hill's been actually pretty decent this year uh, for the uh, for the Knights. So I absolutely love Vegas in this game. Minus 210, definitely not bet that but i will be all over them at minus 135 in regulation i think there's definitely some value there especially at home this team not that great at home 15 13 and 0 division records they're kind of mid six seven and two but you know what san jose's two eight and six so they're fucking no better either here uh but yeah i am all over the knights in this fucking game over under i do like that under baby i do like that under i definitely think there's some value there at six and a half uh sitting at minus 110 um like ryan said don't get me wrong like san jose is kind of their what, what's the word exhibiting exhibiting players being like, Hey, we want to trade Eric Carlson. We want to move Timo Nair, you know, maybe Alexander Barabanov gets a move. So these players are been play- or have been playing well, but uh, I-, I think this is a case of maybe kind of overthinking a little bit here. So I'm definitely going to be on the Vegas golden Knights in this game. Exhibiting did sound right to me for a few seconds, but I was like, no, it's showcasing, showcasing. Ah, I'm there. thinking exhibit, bro. Exhibit, my ride. No, absolutely. <laughs> did you watch that show? Yeah. Put a fucking fish tank in my car. <laughs> yeah, they had it on Crave. Jess and I were watching it fucking like maybe like two months ago. I'm like, this show absolutely slaps, bro. <laughs> I love Exhibit. Um, all right, Joel's taking a piss. We're killing some time here, guy. Ryan, how was your day, buddy? Was it good? Um, I didn't realize Joel just wrote in the notes pissing there, but yeah, <laughs> at least at least this time he's actually going and not listening to us try to kill some time here. Oh, oh yeah, pretty good day. Good piss now. <laughs> it was like, oh, if you guys are going to do this, I'm going to go well, like, no, but pretty good day. Uh, it's, uh, got some uh, shopping, shopping, shopping at, at Target done. We're just going to go for a nice, nice walk. It's, it was nice out today here. I'm still waiting for some snow, though. It's it's February 15th. Oh, I don't know if any, any snow is going to come. Is Target cool? I feel like we had a Target. For yeah, like a I, don't, I, I don't know why, why Target failed in um in Canada. Do you guys have like Walmart? Yeah, we got Walmart. Walmart. It's like ass. it's like. It's like Walmart, but like upper, like better, like Walmart. All, is- all, the, all the Canadians here go down to uh, Bellingham or, or Seattle for the targets there because yeah, it's uh, it's super cheap. We used to have Zellers. Zellers was pretty fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. What right. <laughs> Zellers is uh, the uh, the white the trash Walmart. of Walmart. Oh, yeah. that's like Kmart, I guess. Do you guys have Kmart yeah, up there? Uh, that's exactly what it is. I'm pretty sure Zellers and Kmart are the same thing. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I heard they're coming it. back though, bro. Zellers is fucking making a return. That's oh, cool. Old, yeah. old Yellers. All right. <laughs> All right, Joel, are you back? You done pissing? I guess. Yeah, man. All What's right, up? that's rock and roll. Let's move into our fucking locked dogs and totals here, baby. Where we stand, it's fucking getting close, baby. We're moving down. Uh, our, all right, we're going to get into it. Joel is still in first place. He's a 41-36 and 36 record. He is at, up 4.2 units. Uh, I am in second place. I am 39-37. and 37. Uh, I am down 1.38 units. And Ryan's uh, not far behind, man. This got a lot closer after the last show here. Ryan's 39-37. and 37. He's down 2.29 units. We got a fucking game. The only bad thing is that our overall units were 119 uh, or 119 and 110 on the year. We are up 0.53 units. Jolie was carrying the fucking team for about three, two months here. Once he kind of fell off a little bit, our units as a show fell off a little bit. But that's okay because, like I said, we're all going fucking 9 0 in this goddamn show, baby. Um, you know what, Jolie? You had a rough goal here. Why don't you kick us off, bud? Sure, we're going to the Devils against the Blues. Minus 150. 
just a better team. Fuck the Blues. We ain't the Blues. Fuck the Blues. They lose. My dog, we're going with the Sharks, plus 180 against the Knights. Knights are a bunch of fucking frauds out there in Vegas. Uh, don't believe in them at all, though they are playing a lot better lately. Under Bruce Cassidy, uh, we're, we're still going to take that high number. My total, Wings, Flames, under 6.5, plus 100. This line does not make any sense to me. This should be uh, under 6, plus 100, not under 6.5, plus 100. So that's my line for that one. Uh, if you look for more reasonable explanations for these bets you can listen to the whole fucking pod you fucking chimp ass losers you you scammers you just looking fucking to fucking got him yeah just yeah, coming over for the lock dog totals uh for some god awful reason i don't know why you would want to do that but uh Lucky yeah we're, we're so profitable no on you on a lock dog totals give me students the man don't don't <laughs> <laughs> don't don't confuse me for that. Like I love Cole Fetty, but Jim Stutzel, I love him more just because uh, you know he's he's gonna be a, an absolute stud for the German national team if we ever actually get to play the fucking Olympics for once. The German team's gonna be fucking awesome. We could easily Dragos be. Dragos gonna be sick. Oh yeah, hell yeah. We, 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 or it's more cider. And uh, Philip Grubauer and Net, hell yeah, <laughs> we, we can make a bronze medal game. Absolutely, the Germans could. Uh, not looking good in the in the, the the younger ages nowadays, but we're getting off topic anyway. Carry on. <laughs> All right, from here I got the uh, Bruins minus 180 at the Nashville Predators. I don't like taking a, a, a lock this big, but this is actually a team that I actually bet two units on tomorrow at minus 165. Minus 180 is a little bit higher, but I, I'd still take them at that point. They're just the the much better team, and I don't believe in the Predators whatsoever. Uh, my dog getting kind of getting kind of cheeky here. I got the Hurricanes Canadians under five and a half, as I mentioned during that uh, game, plus one thirty. I could see that the Hurricanes easily winning four nothing as they have done in previous meetings, or or four one, or get a three two in there. So I like that at plus one thirty. And then you know where I'm going for the total. The the Jets are playing Jets. Blue Jackets under six at plus 100. Jets have just been an under machine this season, just, just cashing the checks there. So taking that as my total. Great bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, for my lock here, speaking of the Jets, I'm taking the Jets in regulation, minus 135 versus Columbus. Uh, this team is sick. I think they're at home. With, no, are they on the road in this game? Yeah, they're at the road because I'm okay. Uh, they're going to fight through that fucking Chernobyl air out there in fucking Columbus, but they're still going to fucking get it done because Columbus absolutely stinks. Uh, for my dog, give me Detroit money line versus Calgary plus 200. I am so pissed at the goddamn Flames, and like I said, we're better in red. We have red in our name. Flames can go fucking eat an ass, baby. Give me Detroit on the money line, sitting at plus 200. And then for my total, Florida Washington under six and a half plus 100. Two frauds in net. I don't know why I'm on the under, but I'm really liking the under at six and a half in this plus money. Uh, I'm gonna take it. I think uh, with Noel Betchkin in the lineup, Florida's. I don't even play better, but to me, they're still just boring so i don't know i'm feeling an under six and a half game here i definitely like it uh okay boys consensus plays what do we got i feel like no i feel like i was kind of a dick and went against the audio guys plays and you like yeah, a lot of stuff yeah we're eating a lot of chalk here we got the jets at minus 190 or if you prefer regulation minus 115 bruins minus 180 regulation is minus 110 or devils minus 150 regulation is uh plus 104 yeah. i think I. yo 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 talent can get a better price than minus 135 for the regulation I'm, right no i'm gonna take it that's this is what we used i'm gonna take it no, it's, it was what we got in our thing it's 
I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're. I mean, past or yeah, no, you can get get minus one fifteen. Yeah, right, you guys are beauties. I'm gonna yeah, take that's... minus one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because that's what we're putting out as a consensus play here. Save your twenty cents there, and they're gonna then... lose like seven nothing. <laughs> no, they're gonna lose. They're gonna win three two in uh, overtime. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> And then uh, we have the Flyers cracking under six at minus one fifteen. Okay. That's it. Okay. I mean, there's eight Apparently, games. We right, have four we're, we're, we're at war today. That's true. Apparently, we did good on our fucking consensus picks last show. That was a yeah. Catfish Dilly saying that in the Discord. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Catfish Dilly, shout him out. He's been one right. of the uh, more active new faces. Fuck yeah, baby, let's go. He's a lot um, more positive than our, our former archivist. <laughs> <laughs> just love to trash on us whenever we had a bad show but sometimes we need that we gotta stay humble oh, yeah exactly sometimes we need someone to fucking throw it in our face a little bit all right boys all right. we well, talked about this a little bit what is this segment because we're an hour in here i think we can okay. just do can we do it as a bonus episode let, let me hear the segment and I, let me think of a way we can spin it so it's not no we're gonna specific. keep this quick we're gonna keep this quick nice and okay quick. okay all right all right today the time of recording is February 15th, all right? So it's the day after Valentine's Day, as everybody knows. Now, let me tell you right now. My sister, my older sister, kind of a crazy fucking bitch. Been through a lot of guys in her day, all right? All experience. <laughs> okay? And you know what she always used to say? Oh, yeah, I'd hang out with them on Valentine's Day. You know, we'd get the gifts. And then the day after, I'd decide if I want to stay with, stick with them. You know, they'd buy her flowers. And what she always said, do I keep those roses alive or do I fucking kick them out the door, you know? So I kind of, you know, thought of that and thought of a segment called do we water the roses or do we make sure that door closes, baby? <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you either a player or an organization. And you're going to tell me if you think that either one of those people should cut ties. Okay. Are we going to fucking, are we going to water the roses and keep this relationship going? Or are we going to make sure that door closes? And are we going to fucking leave town, baby? Let's fucking go water the roses. Make sure that door closes first on the docket. Ryan. You are the Winnipeg Blue Jackets, or the Win- what are they? The Winnipeg, not Winnipeg, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And you're dating Patrick Line. Are you going to water those roses, or are you going to make sure that door closes? Ooh, that, 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 that's a good one there. I got, I got to look up his uh, contract here real quick. He's under he contract. Four years, I think it's $6.5 million, I believe. Patrick Lyon is 24 years old. It feels like he was like 34 with all of his years of video gaming and stuff. So... You water those roses. He's 24. He can grow with your team. In in four years, you can you can turn that stuff around. Even with um, him, him and Gaudreau are both signed up for a long time. Especially if they get someone like uh, Bedard or another top prospect in this draft, as they probably will. So I think yeah, Line is someone you definitely build around to uh, keep keep those roses going. And even if you have to trade those roses later on for uh, something better, but keep keep them going for now. Are you asking me too? Yeah, you too, Jolie. What do you got? <laughs> Fuck that guy, man. He's not yeah. going to be a member of a playoff team. Like, can you imagine this guy part of a, a playoff core like the likes of Marshand or uh, Nathan McKinnon? Those guys who are like, they will do fucking anything it takes they to win the Stanley they give a Cup. Shit. Exactly. No way, man. And good Johnny Goudreau, he couldn't even handle the fucking Calgary market. That's why he goes down to fucking Columbus. There's no market knows. in Columbus. Exactly. Because nobody gives a shit about hockey there. They just care about fucking Ohio State. 
that that's why uh, these guys are not the guys that build a, a winning hockey culture around. Uh, there's no way that these guys are gonna be among likes like a, a like a, a Justin Williams or uh, uh, Patrice Bergeron, Sidney Crosby. Who are the other winners in this fucking league? Uh, Even if Brian Bickle showed up in playoff time. Brian fucking Bickle. He was always awesome in the playoffs. Like uh, that guy. It was a, a class act in the playoffs. He was totally non-show during the regular season, but they always showed up when it matters. And these guys are the, the same total high school as him, yo. Really? <laughs> yeah, I used that, to play Friday beer league against him. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Okay, but Goudreau, total regular season player. Patrick Lani, total regular season player. I only care about playoff players, man. Mm-hmm. And those guys are not it. Out. Okay, so you, Burn the rose. So you, so you make sure the door closes is what you're saying. Burn the rose. <laughs> okay uh yeah i'm right there with you man this guy doesn't like he honestly looks like he doesn't give a fuck like he's skating other he's not doing shit he's putting up points when he does play only player this year i've heard that got covid so fucking figure that one out that's, <laughs> i don't know if there's that's worth looking into or not neither here nor there i guess but yeah fuck it i'm making sure this door closes on fucking patrick line but you know what yermo kekalina might be a little kind of a little hesitant to do so because you got to remember if he does that, you almost admit that you lost on the uh, the pure Luke Dubois trade or pure Luke Dubois trade. That's hard to say. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm with you, Julie. Fuck that guy. I'm making sure that door closes. Moving on here. Uh, okay, Joel, going to you here. You are David Pasternak and you are talking and you're dating the Boston Bruins. Do you keep those or do you water those roses or do you make sure that door closes? You are a UFA. Well, if you leave the Bruins, you're going to get a better price for your deal. But it just depends on what uh, what you value most. Do you value uh, an extra million dollars per year? Or do you value a winning culture, uh, carrying on the, the tradition and the culture of the, of the Boston Bruins, what they've done for so long? That's why they've been so successful. Only missed, uh, I think, one year of the playoffs since, I don't know, how long has it been? <laughs> Over a decade at Forever. least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, if 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 I'm that guy, man, like it's easy for me to say because I don't make uh, ten million dollars a year. I would say that I would I would take the discount absolutely from a fan perspective. That's what you would want to do. But uh, at at some point, I, I do respect players who value winning more than their money. I mean, they're all going to make millions per year, so it's really just relative. But uh, yeah, if I'm passionate, I want to be a winning Stanley Cup member of the Boston Bruins for as long as I can. So I'm, I'm going to take the discount here and uh, ride it out with the bees and carry on the culture because uh, they are looking at good shape in good shape going forward with McAvoy and Lindholm on the back end and uh, a couple of good prospects coming up as well. In addition to a uh, great fan base and uh, a decent management core too. I know the, the, the shit that Sweeney gets, but uh, he's done a damn good job uh, relative to a lot of other GM. So, uh, yeah, if I'm Pasternak, I will take the discount to stay in Boston. And you're going to water the roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, what uh, do you got? Uh, and then, yeah, I'm looking it up here. It's it's interesting because I, I, I'm assuming he's going to wait until after the season to have any contract discussions. And if he wins the Cup with the Bruins, he's definitely going to stay there, water those roses. But if the Bruins lose in the, in the first or second round or even in the Stanley Cup final, I could see him you know, making sure that that door closes and him kind of eyeing up one team to go to. And I would love to see David Pasternak on the Carolina Hurricanes. They have a lot of uh, contracts coming off the books. Jordan Stahl, $6 million. Jesper Fast, $2 million. 
Frederick Anderson and Tiranta combined for 6.5 million, Pacioretty 7 million, Jake Gardner, Andre Kasha. So they're going to have money to work with if they need someone like Pasternak. So if you have someone like that Carolina Hurricanes front office come approach you, you got Rob Brindamore, you got this great, 14 sheets, this great core. Exactly. Like. They have Ajo's 25, Spetsnikov's 22. Uh, Bergeron might retire. Marchand is 34. Hall's 31. I know they have McAvoy and Lindholm there and Carlo, but um, there's no there's no guarantee that Carolina is even interested or he signs there. But I think Pasternak would be silly to to not test the open market and see if one of those top teams goes after him that is up and coming and going to be there for the, for the next several years. This is why okay. the Flyers doing shit. Just <laughs> chasing the money, chasing the money. You no know what? I, culture. I gotta say, you guys both make very good points. Like you said, like if you're a team like Carolina, that's such a perfect example that you like use. Throw the fucking book at this guy and see if you can draw him out. Now, with that being said, and it fucking kills me to say this, but if I was in the NHL and like I wasn't playing for the Leafs, if there's any team I'd kind of want to play for, it'd be Boston. The city's fucking nuts. The fan base is absolutely incredible. They fucking love you to death. If that team is willing to throw a guy like Pasternak $11.5 which would be an underpayment, let's all agree, David Pasternak on the free market in 2023 probably deserves at least like maybe fucking $12.5 million, dollars. But if I'm David Pasternak and the Bruins are willing to give me $11.5 million, I am staying to water the roses. You fucking won't have to buy a beer or meal for the rest of your goddamn life if you ride that career out in fucking Boston. Okay, a uh, couple more left here. We'll go through it real quickly. Uh, Julie, this one's going to you here. You are the Vancouver Canucks. You are currently dating Thatcher Demko. Do you water the roses, or do you make sure that door closes? Close the fucking door, man. And send him out. Kick him out of town. Um, do not ask for the bill. Just... Uh, let's see him gone as soon as possible. I know he's been great in the past. But he's had a terrible season, and the, the Canucks need to be bad. The Canucks need to be bad in order to be good, and uh, that's not going to be in the next few years, which is when Demko's prime should be. And uh, we're not even sure if he has a prime at this point, given what he's shown this year. So, yeah, yeah definitely uh, sell him to the highest bidder. Uh, that's what the Canucks should be doing right now. I know that the Kuzmenko signing was uh, a very strange thing. Because it signals that the Canucks are still trying to contend signing Kuzmenko to a two-year, five-and-a-half million deal. And yet, that's not what they should be doing. Because they do not have the team to make any noise in the playoffs at all. So, uh, yeah, this might be out of line with the Canucks management. But uh, get rid of him and uh, get the best assets you can get from uh, uh, Thatcher Demko right now. Because it's not going to look good for a while for the Canucks. So, yeah, get him, get him off the door. Uh, it, 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 Spencer Martin could be a good thing going forward. He, he's a bit younger. Uh, but, uh, yeah, best thing for now is, is just to be bad before he can be good for the Canucks. But uh, hopefully the, the Canucks management sees that. Uh, it's not just a retool. It's a total rebuild that's necessary. Yeah, I, I completely agree there with everything that, that Joel said. I mean, they, they need to be bad, and getting rid of a goalie that can potentially be good is going to help them. So if I am the Canucks dating Thatcher Demko for Valentine's Day, I am gifting him an Uber ride to the airport to uh, trade him away. <laughs> Maybe send him to Carolina next year. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, right. 
All right, uh, I'm with you guys right there. I think it's they, they got to kind of part ways. Like this team, although they have some like long term contracts, like you, uh, I don't know. I guess like they're not to me. They're like middle pack. Yo, you're not shitty enough to be shitty, but you're not good enough to be good. So I don't know. I guess just part ways and just try and fucking turn over what you can and hope for the best there in Vancouver. Uh, close that fucking door, baby. Okay, last one, boys. Ryan, I'm going to you here. Ryan Gilbert, you are the Calgary Flames. You are currently dating old man Daryl Sutter. Do you fucking water the roses or do you make sure that door closes? I feel like this is just completely throwing us for a loop here, throwing a coach in here. I know, um, right? I mean, I guess I water the roses. I don't want to make sure that door closes. You never know what's going to happen with someone of, of his age if you uh, send him out the door. But in all seriousness, I, I think he's... He could take it. <laughs> He's one of the one of the you know old man coaches in this league. He he's been there with Calgary. He he knows what it takes to win. He he yeah. I don't see any better options out there. I don't have a strong take on this, but I I don't see a reason to not water the roses with uh with him as the Flames look to look to get back into the playoffs this year. It's all about the playoffs with this guy. Uh, he's not the the one to coddle hearts and make your feelings warm and fuzzy. He's a guy that's going to get you up to go for that game six, game seven, ultra hard matchup. Uh, that, that's what he's built for. He's he's going to be the one that's not going to. He's he's going to be the one to throw you into the fire. And if you come out hot, you're you're fucking gold. If if you're not, you're fucking lead. You burn to a crisp. And uh, that that's what he's going to do for a, a player. And uh, you need playoff hockey for that kind of thing. That's what it did with the Kings. A lot of the players, they were exhausted by him at the end, and we could see that now with the Flames as well. But uh, it's it's all risk, all reward with this guy. Uh, Daryl Sutter is the real deal in terms of uh, playoff coach, but uh, it's a long-ass season, and then people get tired of that kind of coaching for, you know, if, if you're spending eight months of the year with him, he's like another fucking spouse. It's uh, hard enough having one spouse, but then you have another one who's 71 years old and three times less good looking than your other spouse. It gets a bit (laughs) tough, I guess. But in in the case of actually winning games, winning playoff series, Dale Sutter is the guy, but uh, he's got a short time span, I think, in the Flames uh, uh, history here. But uh, the the Flames have another couple years with their window before things get really serious, uh, given their cap stuff and whatnot uh so yeah you give him a, give him a year and a half give him this playoff and another season and he's good after that it's uh on to something else so roses for now we'll burn you later all right for myself here man like to me this depends on what they do this year if this team makes the playoffs then yeah fucking water those roses baby but if this team misses the playoffs which let's face like it's not out of the question these guys could fucking miss the playoffs man and if you're a guy like fucking like you think jonathan, jonathan huberto loves fucking the daryl starter approach you think fucking elias limholm loves daryl you think andrew mangiapani loves it you think fucking like noah hannafin loves this shit like and clearly fucking markstrom's been playing like a bag of dicks so like it's like you said man like this can get old kind of quickly if you have this hard i don't want to say hard ass but kind of like maybe old school style coach and you know personally for myself i would love that kind of coach you know coach me but that's not how today's nhl really works man now don't get me wrong like guys like kadri i'm sure love him and all that shit and like lucic too but 
I'm just saying like it's kind of circumstantial, yo. So maybe you maybe you give it a little bit. You give it till you know your birthday if you have like a late birthday in the month, you know, after Valentine's Day. See how it goes a little bit, feel it out. But if it's if it's struggling up until then, maybe it's time to look at a look for you know a little a little new face there. Maybe it's time to close the door on old fucking Uncle Graybush. And I'm not talking about just Jeff Fox, okay? So uh, I'm just saying I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily here nor there on this one, but uh, I think uh, I think I'd be willing to close the door, but I'm also willing to fill up that water and pop, baby. So we'll have to see how things work out for Daryl Sutter and the Calgary Flames. Okay, gentlemen, thank you very much for entertaining me in that segment. I put a lot of work and thought and effort into it, clearly. Uh, but that's kind of hard hitting fucking segments you get here at the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Speaking of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. That's where you find fucking everything, man. We got a bunch of shit going on. The Rivera class is going to be fucking playing teeing off tomorrow, or probably today, I guess, at the time you're listening to this. Tiger's in the field, baby. We'll make the cut. Fuck you guys. A uh, bunch of other good shit going on. March Madness is right around the corner. Baseball is going to be starting up soon. I guess pitchers and catchers are reporting. NHL is doing its thing. NBA is popping off. They're still fucking ripping and shit. NASCAR is doing its thing. F1's right around the corner. And hopefully, Football's over, but it's still a pretty goddamn good time to be a sports fan. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Uh, read the articles, too. And as well, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the fucking Discord if you're not in it already, man. It's full of absolute beauties. If you're not in the Discord, you're straight out missing out. I've run it out of breath, and you're losing money. We love you all in the Discord. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, and if you're still listening, you listen through that uh, great the great segment by Talent. I, I did quite enjoy that one. I, I, I appreciate the research that went into it with the you know, pasta becoming a UFA, having those guys that, that are going to be uh, up in the air soon. So that, that was good. But uh, if you're still listening and have not left us a five-star rating and review, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Come on. Give me something to read here. Apple, sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey. Yes. Or just search for the Hockey Island Podcast on your preferred podcast platform. And make sure you turn on that uh, auto-download so you get the uh, podcast in your feed immediately when it's published. All right, all right. I still fucking am mind-baffled by auto-download. I started doing that to a bunch of shows lately, ever since last show. And I'm like, this is fucking sick. All right, I didn't know you could do it, okay? Um, I, I'm sitting there with my Internet Explorer, but apparently not anymore. So this is all fucking new to me. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94 and on uh, Firefox, apparently. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Mine. You'll find me sending uh, roses to Talon Jenkins out there in Toronto, the biggest beauty in Toronto since the days of Ty Domi. And <laughs> Ben Bates and Tagula. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it, boys. All right, everybody. Peace.